How the fuck? All right, we here. We live. You can't make this up. Podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. And as usual, we got a lot of shit to cover, but we ain't got a lot of time because somebody on tour. So let's just <laughs> jump into it. Fellas, how was the week? Dizzle. Talk I'm about out it. Here right, out here right now, Sacramento on the part two of the five-part series of the Midnight Club Tour with Sha Smoke and Xavier Wolf. Out here living the, living the dream. So we um, started in Portland. Um, we uh, did a show in Portland on Sunday. Uh, flew on 9-11. That was very interesting. Uh, mm. not, not too much anxiety, but definitely was aware of my surroundings. Had a funny uh, moment with a guy on the flight from Columbus to Charlotte. Because I flew Columbus to Charlotte and then Charlotte to Portland, like five-hour flight. So I stayed up all night, didn't go to sleep, so I'd be tired and sleep most of the flight. But uh, on the flight from Columbus to Charlotte, a guy wanted to sit with his wife, so he ended up switching seats with a guy. So this other dude came and sat with me. He was a young cat. He was like, happy to see a guy. I got somebody that can fight with me if needed. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. I was like, I was thinking the same thing. He got this nice, strong, young buck, nice 26-year-old. He was like 28. I was like, close enough. <laughs> but yeah, it was a cool, cool dude. But uh, did Portland's um, on Sunday. Then we uh, flew to Seattle, Seattle to San Francisco, and drove an hour and twenty minutes from San Francisco to Sacramento. So got to see a little bit of the Northwest. Um, right now we're doing the uh, Sacramento show tonight. Leaving in the morning, head to Fresno. It's like a two, two and a half hour drive. We'll be in Fresno tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, Santa Cruz, California. Then a flight to L.A., a show in L.A. Friday. Uh, grab some to-go weed if I'm lucky. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, fly red-eye back to Dayton, Ohio, Saturday. Get back at 10.30 in the morning. We got a setup for a wedding. We'll be playing music by 6.30 in Columbus Saturday. So, Woo! Busiest week of my life. And I just booked Ponus' homecoming today. I'm doing that in October. So shouts to Ponus for reaching out. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's rolling. And I'm happy to be and blessed to be wanted. Word. So how, how was uh, Portland? You said you had a Portland show a couple of days ago? Uh, Portland was yesterday. Portland is probably the worst city I've ever been in in my life, but probably the best show we had thus far. <laughs> um city itself so we had to, i literally had to do some research being in the back seat or even you know uh back seat or co a co-ride and i ain't had to drive yet so i can just you know be bored i'm looking because it's all this construction it's all these beat up buildings i had to go refresh my memory Portland, one of the cities that was uh with the shits when george floyd mm-hmm. was so so they had uh they had stopped the police from coming in and they fucked downtown. We were staying kind of close to downtown. That's what the show we're like ten minutes from the venue. So we're right here in that area of downtown ish and uh man, or we were, and uh you could really see the uh the fucked upness, the this road got half the road closed, one lane this way, you point six miles from the hotel, but you nine minutes away, like they got to go all the way up and make this left because these roads is closed because this ain't still fucked up. Like it's, so that was fucked up. The city was just weird. Um, food was decent. The show was amazing. Um, we were at the venue that uh, I 
I guess Lil Booty and them gonna be there next week. So it's kind of that level of uh, of show. So, uh, but it was it was cool. Great show. A girl pulled her titty out or titties out for uh for Smoke uh, Mid Show. I'm about to say just one. Okay. Just me, Cub Girl. Just one. Just that one. Just that just that show that I lost my voice for sure. So I'm literally. We got sound check a half hour after this podcast ends and a show at 7.45, which is 10.45 for y'all. So getting to it tonight. Yeah, man. You're hey. speaking to Portland, man. Uh, I remember we went up there in 19. I went up there in August of 19 for our company uh, retreat and everything like that. And the homelessness out there is crazy. Man. Next level. Yes. And, uh, you know, us in the Midwest, we're not used to seeing that. Of course, we see homeless people and everything like that, but out there is like different. So I was talking to uh, one of the people that worked at the station out there in Portland. I was like, yo, uh, what's up with the homeless in this situation out here? He's like, like, y'all don't have shelters? It's like, yeah, we got a couple. But you know, like here, we got a million places for, you know what I'm saying? Especially women that with children, they can go get a hot meal, stay mm-hmm. for like a week or whatever, have like a rotation situation going on. It's like, yeah, we ain't got nothing like that. And like they like basically it's so many homeless people out there, they basically legalize sleeping on the streets and everything like that. So that was that yes. was I was only there for two days. So I was just blown away by that. And then you just talked about how with the uprising after the George Floyd situation, you know, I saw that stuff on TV and they were talking about like obviously we are not gonna do we didn't do a retreat in twenty twenty. We're not doing one this year, but they talking about doing one at 22 and they're like yeah we're not going back to portland like it's gonna take a lot of time for that city to rebuild so they thinking about doing our retreat like in san francisco or down in uh fort lauderdale so yeah i i'm surprised uh, i saw so many like red lights where it was packs of like it could be like three families holding down a 50 yard space next to the red light of this intersection you see like 30 of those and then out here in Sacramento, it's like 20 instead of 30, but it's still mm-hmm. the same shit. So it's like, mm-hmm. it, to, to me, it's a whole bunch of West Coast dreams that didn't make it. But I actually gave somebody some money because we were stopped. This motherfucker was juggling seven balls on like, imagine like an Austin Pike type of intersection. He juggling seven of them on like a little bitty island that only can hold like two people on it at a time. And he, in the flow of traffic both ways, I'm like, yo, that's impressive. I just threw out three three dollars out the window. Like hopefully he can grab that without dying. But it was, it was, I didn't mean to was, laugh at that. That shit, was, that shit was sweet. Like, but I've seen so much of it out here that it's like, I'm just, I feel like every stop is gonna have that now. Cause that's been like a highlight of the city. Portland was, the credit card, to swipe your credit card, you had to put the card in upside down and backwards. Like, like the, even the credit card machine was weird. Like, everything about the city was weird. Chipotle, I asked for a little bit of extra steak, a little bit of extra sour cream. I got triple steak and double sour cream for my efforts. Like, it was just, it was a whole bunch of weird shit, but I definitely she couldn't close steak. the, yeah, she couldn't close the burrito, so I knew it was love. She had to double wrap me. <laughs> <laughs> we in business now. <laughs> yes, yeah, so what was up with you this week? Uh, I man, I don't know what's going on in my mind. I be forgetting. I think I was just playing two K. Two K released a few days ago, and I just been on that bitch, man. That's about it. <laughs> Not sure at all. Yeah, man. Uh. 
Ah, so we we ended up going Cabruin. I I sure forgot to text y'all the information. So that's on oh, me. Oh man, damn. That's on me. Cause it was a good time too. You know what I'm saying? We brought the grill. Uh, was able to stop off at one of the spots, get some like uh smoked sausages and some hot dogs going. So nothing too too extravagant, but it was definitely it's turning into an essential to to bring the grill now. Cause that shit was a vibe. Um, but yeah, just enjoying these last few hot days. We had a little cookout situation. Smoke was good. We had a uh, smoke was good. What's happening, nigga? What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> Chilling. We don't get him. We don't get him on. Uh, he. I mean, he walking away, but he just crashed the pie. If y'all want to holler at him, he right here. Though. I think the air yeah. finds out. Yeah. Uh, My shit's still froze on killer, so I don't see what's going on. Smoke, what's good, brother? What's happening? Shit, you 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 got my man's out there working, eh? Hey man. Facts, <laughs> facts, man. I done seen y'all up and down the West Coast. I done seen San Francisco, seen Portland, man. Y'all moving. That's what's up, man. Proud of you, big dog. Thank you, bro. You've been rocking with us from the jump. I can't wait until it makes sense to come home and do some crazy shit with the station, with like the amphitheater type shit. Though. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait. I'm there front row. I might need you to do some work too, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah, live and direct from the pod from Sacramento. Shot smoke. Love it. Love, <laughs> it. Love it, man. Uh, as for me, man, it was kind of slow motion for me this uh, week, too. Kind of like the same shit Dizzle on, man. Trying to still enjoy these last couple of weeks of good weather while we got it, man. Um, on Friday, went out to the Centerville Miamisburg game. Um, two of my best friends, they sons, play football for both teams and everything like that. It was billed as the Nephew Bowl. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Nice. Akio, nice. he a junior running back at Miami's Bird. Uh, Lil Reg, aka Boo That Man's son, is a, a safety and a running back at Centerville. You know what I'm saying? He's starting. He's only 15 years old. He ain't going to be 16 nice. until June. So he a young wow. 15 years old already starting, man. So I'm proud of both of them, man. And more importantly nice. about them, man, both their grades is next level. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't even worried about them. Uh, Athletic-wise, man, they books is on point, and I know both their parents is just, you know what I'm saying, just holding them down, making sure they're doing what they're supposed to do as young men, man. So I'm super proud of both of them, man. It was a good time to get outside, be in a stadium, and everything like that, watch some football. Uh, but who won? Who won? Uh, uh, Centerville won. Centerville won. Uh, they robbed they robbed Lil' Reg of a, a sack fumble, man. They robbed him of mm, a sack man. fumble, man. Uh, he came on a blitz from the edge, blasted the QB, Empty hand. It was a fumble. His hand was not going forward, and uh, that should have been a sack fumble. And somebody should have scooped and scored it, but uh, the referees uh, caught it an incomplete pass, which is bogus. Uh, Akio, he should have had way more yards rushing because as soon as they like the game got out of not out of hand, but like once Centerville had the game sorted away, uh, it's probably like I don't know three minutes to go, and Miami's bird had the ball. And uh, I'm like, just feed the ball. Just feed my man's the rock. Let him get his stats up. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody going to know the difference. Like, hey, man, if he pop one, 
for 50 yards and it's a touchdown. Ain't nobody gonna know that it was a 50 yard touchdown in garbage time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, like, 50 right, yards, right. 50 yards, man. Let me we need that for the stat book, man. So uh, they still but, have you know, four wide. <laughs> like yeah, man. Let's just get this game over with, man. Let's just get this over with. Be my dude, the Rock, man. Let him rack up some stats, man. Y'all been trying to throw the ball to number 84 all game. It ain't been working. Get number 20 to Rock. That's how I was feeling. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of going to a football game, I actually had to turn down free tickets to the Ohio State-Oregon game. I was supposed to go to that game. Me and Shay was supposed to go to that game on Saturday, but uh, we ended up turning those tickets down because this upcoming weekend, we're going to Cleveland to see a, see the parents and everything like that. So it was like, I know we vaccinated and everything like that, but just from watching so much football these last couple of weeks, especially college football, like, they out here, mask off, shirt off, drinking alcohol, having a good ass time, and more power to them. But, fighting, uh, I, fighting, scratching, <laughs> and I just ain't want to, you know, what I'm saying, risk it. I ain't want to risk catching the vid and not be able to go home to see my moms or catch the vid. And I know I had the vid, pass the vid over to my moms or my grandma or my mother-in-law, mm-hmm. anything like that, or my pops. I ain't want to do that, so we sat it out. We was like, all right, man, because best believe, if we wasn't going home, we'd have been up in that bitch. Yeah, I had a uh, I had an experience flying from Charlotte to Port Charlotte to Portland. Must have been an Oregon crew, because as soon as we landed, the last thing the flight attendant says, she's like, "Oh, and by the way, it's the third quarter or something." And she was like, "It is twenty eight to fourteen, Oregon." Like she said that shit all confidently, <laughs> and I'm like, "God <laughs> damn it, we getting smacked." I'm like, "Ah, oh, here we go." So I knew that shit was gonna be ugly, but that was definitely I. Hearing a whole bunch of Oregon people clap for that shit was kind of depressing. Yeah. That shit, that shit was because they supposed to be top five, and you know that shit really ain't – it ain't looking like it's top five right now, so. Not at all. Defensive coordinator on the hot seat for sure, man. So, obviously, yeah. they lost 35-28, man. Can we bounce back to jump into the college football playoff Final Four? Did y'all watch the game? Because you know I watched that, bitch. I caught the fourth quarter like with YouTube TV and airport walking. So I caught pretty much most of the fourth quarter. And I, and I could just tell what was going on, that it was just like you're hoping for the big play. You get a couple of those. But that defense is just getting eight alive. And mm-hmm. that shit cannot happen at that level. So, no, nah, I don't think there's no bounce back. I think this is one of them years where you look back and like, up oh, two more years, they're going to be solid again. You know, this – it's just one of them years that it can't happen every year. Right. Unfortunately, we, we're not Alabama level yet. We're not these big, big – like, they every year, they they looking mighty. And uh, <laughs> we just not looking like a top five this year. No. we just going to have to focus on beating Michigan because them uh, championship yeah. hopes is probably down the drain. Like, uh, who we going up against first week? Was it Penn State? Uh, Minnesota. 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 If that running back didn't get hurt. We might not have won that. That's the best I could have. That Your boy was going on. Old school owners, didn't they? They was Facts. like, oh, y'all going to pass the ball all over the place. We going old school 90s football. We just going to run it down your throat, and y'all ain't going to be able to stop it. And like you said, dude, say, if you ain't get hurt, we might have lost, lost that game. I was about to say, that shit sounded like, or that shit looked like, uh, I ain't played video games in a while, but old school Madden, you were just audible out of that run or out of that pass into that run and just mm-hmm. eat them up the whole game. They feel like they were just audible into that run. Minnesota was just audible into that run. I'm like, uh-oh. Couldn't do shit yeah. with it. But then when dude got hurt, that, that was a difference. Yeah, and I know folks was like, what's the dude named JT Stroud? 
Like he he alright, but I don't know if he got he ain't got the juice, man. I don't think he nineteen, got... man. He nineteen, yeah. bro. He, he, he in the game. He was born in 01. Yeah, nigga, that nigga. I, I, I can't put my trust in nobody born in 01. He gotta have to he gonna have to just go through the bumps. Yeah, so he a he a young buck to you. Yeah, he, he a young homie. <laughs> he got a young that's little homie. You call him <laughs> yeah. little homie. Think about that. That's how young this dude is. He'll be all right, man. I mean, shit, if it wasn't for him, them niggas would have got blown out. I mean, he threw for four almost five hundred yards the other day. That's like right. it's on the defense, man. Y'all got a, a stop. Please get a stop. It was it was it embarrassing, happened. man. It was embarrassing, man. Where the um, we yeah, we need some of them. We need two of them and a couple cornerbacks, a safety, somebody make some impact plays, man. We gotta give a RIP to actor Michael K. Williams. Everybody knows him as Omar from the wire. He passed away last week, was found dead in his apartment in NYC. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, for me, having the wire as one of my must-dos during the pandemic when we was on lockdown, that shit was fresh on me. So, you know, Omar's coming, Omar's coming was actively on my brain, and I was still telling people about it. I'm Now I'm on the backside of it where I could be like, hey, you see the wire? Yeah, bro, you should check that shit out. That shit hot. <laughs> like, you know, I'm that guy now, like y'all was to me when it was time for me to watch that shit. But um, super sad, man. I know he struggled. I, that, Traveling and having some downtime this week where I don't have the kids around, I've been able just to kind of do me. I've been kind of reading about shit and like didn't really realize how, like he had a co- cocaine problem and drug problem, you know, actively recording the wire. I heard him, I kind of listened to the Breakfast Club shit. They play an uh, interview they did with him maybe a month or years ago, but he kind of talked a little bit about it and I was just reading about it, but he was struggling with that shit for a long time and it sounded like he got that bad bag of fentanyl mix or. However that shit goes, but mm-hmm. he, he got the batch that took him out, uh, Raising Cane style. So Yeah, um, yeah. Shit, shit sad. Shit sad. Man, I know y'all seen 50 Cent's post, man. What y'all think? I know we, we we know 50. He always He's always Brandon. He ain't never going to waste an opportunity. But, like, is this what we own? Is this is this cool? Nah, that shit wasn't cool, bro. That, yeah, that shit wasn't was cool. Trash. And I'm I'm a I'm a huge Fifty Cent fan. I'm a huge Fifty Cent fan, not only for the, like you know what I'm saying, the music that he did back in the day, but just like his business mind and him being able to take the hustler mentality and invade these corporate offices and basically be unapologetically himself and not change who he is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's the same asshole that he was he is now. That how he came into a game, like he came into a game in the, the rap game with a song called How to Rob. We're talking about robbing rappers and R&B singers. And he's saying that same asshole bully on social media every time. But this was definitely not the place for it. Like, it wasn't even the post necessarily. I think I had a bigger problem, like, with the hashtags. And, like, don't forget to watch Power. Don't forget to watch uh, BMF. Like, uh, don't forget to drink my cognac. Like, that's, that's a bit much. Like, I got the parallels because, I mean, ironically enough, you know what I'm saying? Uh, on Raising Canaan, the uh, the, uh, the the girl Nicole died, yeah. you know, for off a bad batch of a uh, crack and everything like that. So, and then also a comedian out there in L.A. F you man, like he uh he him and a whole bunch of people died off some fentanyl out there in L.A. like mm-hmm. the same week. So it was ironic like that that happened all in the same week that that same episode aired. So it was kind of like is 
art imitating reality is a reality imitating art. It was like one of those situations, but like that's that shit was kind of uh untactful from 50. Yeah, I feel like he had fuel and a large cup of I don't give a fuck, and that's always been him. And I feel like he's always been trying to save his career over the last few years with the hard promos and the hard like he stays relevant that way. That's his that's his his lane, unfortunately. So uh definitely like not expected, but expected, and kind of like, yeah, that shit super whack. We don't really need to do that today or any day. You know, that shit was just untasteful as fuck. Where was you at with a dizzle? Uh, I mean, he's been doing that for years. It's, it's, it's a shame, but I don't think it's going to change. You know, at the end of the day, he, in his eyes, you know, that was a quick news cycle for him. And had his brand all within the post. Everybody reposting it out of anger, but they reposting it. Mm-hmm. Niggas is talking about it. Niggas is pulling up the tweet, posting it on their site, saying, "Did he go too far?" And they got the brand smack dab in the middle. So he knew what he, he knew what was coming from that. Yeah, and this is like one of the rare times I ever seen him take down a post. I did. He took down this post. Mm. And he took down the uh the Meg the Stallion post about mm. uh the whole back and forth between her and Tory Lanez about getting shot in the foot. So like he does have some type of conscience it's like, all right, maybe maybe that one was too far. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, but yeah, I, I I don't know, man. I think that was just a little little much for fifth right there. Yo, tonight, no, not tonight, what's today? Today Monday. So we got Monday in football. Uh so tomorrow. Ja Rule, Fat Joe versus who's locked in, who's hating, who's winning, what's good? I'll go first since I'm on tour. I'm definitely going to have to watch that on replay <laughs> because I'm going to be uh, sound checking or something around that time. I might catch a little bit of it live, but I'm going to be in and out of it. So I think it's going to be decent. I think it's going to be funny. I think the, you know, but I, I really hope that it lasts a full 20 and not it don't get left field because I personally for me for me it's gonna happen because I don't know I rule maybe but for uh, Fat Joe I don't think I know 20 Fat Joe song me personally so but I think Fat Joe is from you know he got he got the longevity where he should and it should make sense but uh I'm looking forward to it I wasn't at first but I'm kind of getting looking forward to it the closer it gets now I'm gonna be tuned in, man. No hateration on this side. I'm a, I'm a fan of the. I know they got a lot of different bops. At least, shit, I can count about maybe five, maybe Fat Joe off the top. Man, maybe six or seven Fat Joe and Ja Rule. So I know a little bit. I'm curious to see or hear like the B sides, which is kind of what won for the locks. I, I feel like they got that same type of energy. Um, to be able to pull out some joints I ain't never heard and, and win over the crowd. I think this is at Madison Square Garden. So it's going to be some big energy. I already know they both entertaining with the mic, like even outside of their song. So I'm sure it's going to be some fiasco, some shit talking, maybe some 50 cent references. We're going to see though. I'm 100% here for it. And like you said, Dizzle, if you ever seen an interview with either one of them, man, they are super entertaining. They are super yeah. funny dudes, man. Uh, especially when they get into some story time type of shit. That shit's funny. So I think it's going to be highly entertaining. But I'm going with Ja Rule for the dub. I think yeah. Ja Rule going to win. You know, Rule been getting kicked 
and slain in the mud for quite a while now. You know, <laughs> since since 50 basically ended his career, you know, it, it's been nobody's fucked with Ja Rule. Everybody like, man, I ain't never liked Ja Rule. You're a goddamn lie. You're a goddamn I, lie. <laughs> I guarantee, I guarantee, I'm guaranteeing that we're going to see Ashanti's ass on that stage. She's gonna I, step out. She got, she got, she got hit records with both of them. Exactly. Gonna be a lot that of shaking. To, that that's gonna <laughs> be some sauce. <laughs> here for it. I applaud it. I applaud it. So uh, we 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 right into the middle of fantasy football and the NFL. I want to drop this stat on y'all, man. Black quarterbacks, Dizzle, are seven and one. For week one of the NFL season, oh, let me, I want to make sure we get these yeah. brothers a, a prop. Now, I want to make sure we get these brothers a props. I don't want to leave nobody out. All right, so obviously, uh, Dak Prescott, they end up losing. Him and the Dallas Cowboys lost to the Buccaneers. But put up a good fight. Yeah, put up a great for, fight. He, he threw 60 plus, or damn near 60 passes and had a great, you know, great debut after coming off the injuries he's been on. So I was very I, – I told my homegirl that I work with, Dallas fan, I'm like – she came back after the game. I'm like, y'all looked all right. Y'all looked that all right. Defense was looking good. No, Ezekiel Elliott. What the? What's the deal? I thought that nigga was elite, bro. What's going on? Man, they said fuck the run I, game. We passing it, and I appreciate that because he was throwing a lot of passes to Amari Cooper. <laughs> a bunch of a, a, a bunch of teams have big name studs that didn't really get all their sauce in week one like they normally do, you know. Odell Beckham, Mike Evans. I can name a few on top of the head that just really didn't sauce Harry. out or do it. Yeah, didn't really play and didn't really do much. And it's like, I wonder if the new preseason or the, or the extra week in the season got something to do with it where they just try to take it in slow. Um, but it fucked up. My, I lost the fucking Kev by a point. I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to talk been, about that. <laughs> I've, been mad. I've, been, I've been mad ever since. Okay, but then Philly, Jalen Hurts, they went down to Atlanta and got a dub. So that's a win for a black quarterback. Now, this nice. is a, a a half a win for a black quarterback. Uh, <laughs> Trey, Trey Lance, he threw the first touchdown for the San Francisco 49ers. They eventually end up winning 41-33 to over the line. So that's not a full win. We'll give you a half a win because you were a major contributor to that. But a full win goes to the Cardinals and Kyler Murray. They got the dub over the Titans. Ball. Uh, they look they was, on, they was on red zone heavy. I was watching the red zone. They was like they kept going back to that game because they were so explosive. They were just making big plays. That was a good game to watch. One of my favorite quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, doing his thing over in Naptown. Seahawks got a dub. That's another win for the brothers. Was that three and a half? Yeah, that's three and <laughs> a half right there. Then we go down to Houston. Now, Houston may be the worst team in the NFL, but guess what? Not on Sunday because Tyrod Taylor, he beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Him and the Texans beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 37-21. Another win for the brothers. Nice. Four and a half. Yeah. I don't yeah. even what the fuck is what's the what's going on with Deshaun Watson? Because he's not hurt, is he? No, nah, they just say, uh, yeah, uh, we we trying to trade you, and, you know, you got this case hanging over your head. We don't even know uh, when the feds going to come lock your ass up, so go ahead and sit down. So, sure. you know, it is what it is. But back to the brothers. Patrick Mahomes over the Browns. Him and the Chiefs, 33-29, another win for the brothers at QB. He yeah, has, so that, that make it five even. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, he checking black on, on, the, on the census. <laughs> All right, five and a half then. Because if I'll he get pulled it. over, he 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 ain't gonna tell. 
<laughs> I welcome him with open arms. Welcome, my brother. Welcome. <laughs> now, this is, this is, I don't know, I need to go ahead and do my Googles, but, you know, our Samoan brother, uh, Tua, he got the dub. He's not black, but he's Samoan. So, you know, he, he 1-0. The Samoan QBs is 1-0. Shouts out to Tua. But yeah, we got another sure. brother, another brother with the dub, Jameis Winston. Only threw for 120-something yards, but threw five touchdowns to beat the MVP out there in Aaron Rodgers. Shouts out to the Saints. I see you eating that I got, dub. Eat that dub. I got laughed at. <laughs> I, I got laughed at for having the Saints defense. I don't know. I got him in one of my leagues, but I got laughed at. And uh, they shut that boy Rodgers down. So. Mm-hmm. Nothing but up from here. That was one of the harder games on the schedule. So. I think I'm gonna have to root for the for the New Orleans Saints this year, man. I I have and, no loyalty in the NFL. <laughs> and and they played this, in Jacksonville. This, this, is all, this week one is all about you, Bizzle. Black quarterbacks dominating. We got another win. Teddy Bridgewater and the Broncos beat the Giants 27-13. Another win for the brothers. Yeah, they out here. Okay, I didn't Jamie. realize it was going like that. Yeah, that LASIK and now that boy throwing dimes, man. Throwing dimes. Now we got another brother playing tonight on Monday Night Football. One of my favorite quarterbacks in the league, Lamar Jackson. People say he's just a running back who throws a little. Look, man, this dude is next level. This dude need to be in the fucking Olympics running the 40-yard dash. This nigga fast as shit. I don't care what nobody say. That dude a beast. And I'm looking for the brothers to go 8-1. I'm looking for the brothers to go 8-1. So, Lamar, bring it home, brother. Who they up against? They up against the Raiders. Out there. Oh, Jesus. They've, they've had so many injuries, bro. So uh, many injuries. Just give it to Lamar. It is the Bel Air Academy, <laughs> <laughs> Academy offense. Give it to Lamar. I'm happy because I, I own I own Andrews in one of my leagues. He should be a Pro Bowl tight end now because he's going to have to eat. Um, and then uh, I picked up Le'Veon Bell on some midnight shit. Just hoping that by week five, week six, he helping me, you know, secure a playoff spot. So oh, they, they, picked here, up, they picked up Le'Veon Bell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he practice squad right now, but he on the roster. So he, he just got to get in shape, probably. All right, man, let's talk about this fantasy football. Obviously, week one, it was, it was a battle within the pod already. I mean, I didn't yeah. even know until, shit, Thursday until I said my line. I was like, oh, that's killer. Like, oh, <laughs> and, and I made a tragic mistake. So Amari Cooper balled out. But you know who else balled out? Gronk. And Gronk yeah. was on my bench. Gronk, 30 points on my bench. So all day Sunday, I'm sweating. I'm sweating all day on Sunday watching <laughs> Killer on the comeback trail. I'm like, ain't this a bitch. So I'm I'm tapped out at uh 135. 135.2. Seven six. I'm tapped out. He got one guy to play in the eight o'clock game. So at halftime, Woods ain't had shit. I'm like, I'm Gucci. So I didn't check the app when I first woke up. I checked to see what Woods did in the box score when I woke up. When I went to the gym, I was like, all right, three catches and a touchdown. I was like, that's only nine points. It's like I should probably have won by at least a point. Checked it. Victory is mine. Wait, what's your team name? <laughs> Victory is mine with, with 30 points on the bench. Mine I is uh, but- the crib Molly Whoppers versus Bucket Hats and Tats. That's a dope yeah, name. Okay. I appreciate you. 
<laughs> okay. Man, so so my so my version of that was I'm excited for the week of my life. I don't sleep at all heading out to the first flight of you know this whole shit. So airplane sleeping for me was 15 minute naps following by a ding or a plane shake or whatever. So cat naps all day Saturday. Do the show Saturday night. I mean Saturday evening. Sunday, get up. Uh, we had to leave for a flight at 4.45 when the flight took off. So we had to be at the airport like 2.30 to turn in the rental car. We slept in the rental car for like 20 minutes before we got out of it. And then uh, flew out Sunday. So by the time I got to Sunday night football, bro, I am toast, like exhausted. <laughs> so we on the West Coast. It's like 5 o'clock. It's just now getting to be 8 o'clock. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch a little bit of this game. I sat down, and I'm like, "There's no way I'm gonna make it." We hadn't, we hadn't even, we hadn't even ordered dinner yet. I just stood up and was like, "Smoke whatever you order for dinner. Order two. I'll cash up you when I wake up. I'm gonna take a little hour nap." I slept from 6 p.m. West Coast time until 12:30 a.m. West Coast time. Mm. Woke, woke up, uh, realized where I was at, gathered myself, stayed up for about an hour. Slept from 1.30 a.m. West Coast time to 5 a.m. West Coast time. Like, I have, I was not. So all that, all that happens. But before I go to bed, I watched like, like half the first quarter. Robert Woods ain't had nothing. So I'm like, man, I'm about to lose. This is some bullshit. So then the, I, I wake up after the second round of sleep and think about fancy football. It's like 5 in the morning here. I'm like, oh, shit, let me see what happened. So I get on there, and I'm like, wait, wait. Should I look at Woods? And I don't know if I just look. I just look, and I'm like, fuck. Lost by, like, one point something. I'm like, these motherfuckers. Literally one fucking point. season. 135.76 yeah, like to 134.76. Literally. So I lost by you 10 yards up. or one catch or Jesus Christ. You looked up. But, hey, you had, like, 100 points on your bench. I know, right? That grunt, dude. Fucking. I, who, I don't how, even know who I had at tight end. He gave me jack shit. He gave me a goose egg. That's all the fuck I know. And I, uh, I should have. Oh, Matt Ryan. Matt James Ryan. I, I'm dump, I'm dumping his ass. Not to say that James is gonna be my starter, but uh, Matt Ryan will be hitting the waiver wire uh, first thing in the morning. <laughs> he is off my fucking team. I don't like him in real football, and I damn sure don't like him on fantasy football. Now get him out the paint. But why you pick him up, man? I don't know. I, Cause normally he's on a <laughs> shitty team. Normally he's on a shitty team and he put up like garbage stats, stats that don't mean shit. Like, oh man, he threw for three hundred yards and you know three touchdowns and he lost by fourteen. Like, all right, in real football it don't mean shit, but in the fantasy it means the world. But you, 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 this nigga gave me seven a starting quarterback seven points. He didn't even throw an interception. Like, but. you know, normally like shit happen when you throw like three picks. Like, oh man, they got to duck you points and everything like that. He ain't do shit. A hundred twenty, a hundred what? 164 yards? Better than Aaron Rodgers. They gave me, bruh. Aaron Rodgers gave me 1.3 points. 1.3 points, man. And we talking about how did, how did our numbers hold up against the league? I didn't get a chance to look at that. Like, was our scores compared like when we had beat everybody else or was we? Uh, was we got, we got, we got oh, yeah, Kelly, you'd have money. We you got somebody else. Beat everybody else. Yeah. Nah, you A-Mont. Team oh, A-Mont would be both of y'all. Oh, yeah, it'll be both of us. Yeah, 138. Damn. I'll take top three. As long, long as I'm, you know, people are scared to see me on paper, I'll, I'll take that. People are going to be looking for bucket hats and tats like, oh, shit. It's, <laughs> it's still early, man. have a bad week. 
It's still very <laughs> early, man. Did y'all, did y'all can be trash next. True that. Did y'all like my two my two running back strategy with having the late pick? I had to I had to draft like I like it was no tomorrow. So I was grabbing what I wanted when I wanted it. I'm like, these running backs is slim, so let me grab two of these guys now. So you speaking of that with the running backs, I had Gus Edwards and that nigga blew his fucking knee out. So I had to right pick up that. a backup to the back. Like when I went to go check, like there was nothing. There was <laughs> nothing. I'm like, yo, I had a fucking uh, I had Chubba Hubbard. He's the uh, backup to Christian McCaffrey. You know, Christian McCaffrey never comes out the game. He had 100 no. yards rushing and 100 yards receiving yesterday. He never comes yeah. out. So I'm like, maybe he'll give me something. He gave me two points better than zero, I guess. I guess without them, I would have lost. You definitely would have. Y'all got, y'all got anybody <laughs> on, the, on the trading block? I'm ready to make some moves. Uh, Matt Ryan? <laughs> Don't nobody want that nigga. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look. Shit, I, have I to got Jameis for sale too. Shit, who's on my hey. bench? Who, who's my bench quarterback? I forget. Uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence. That's right. Hoping he ball out. I had to grab one of the rookies. I, I trade you Jameis for Aaron Rodgers. We'll see. We, we can we can talk. We'll talk after week two. That's what's <laughs> up. That's what's up. Hey, it's hey, gonna Rob. Come with it's gonna come with something though, not just a, a person for person. I might have to get some, <laughs> some cash considerations. Chubba Herbert, baby. Who? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you know, Christian McCaffrey might, you know, what I'm saying, may need a week off or something like that. <laughs> nah, you might have to come off a of grunk too. Oh, never, never. Who's on your bench? It was a, it was a slight error. It was an error on uh, management's part. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I take full responsibility. That's all on me, but. That's not happening again. Not after this nigga just gave me a goose egg. That's not happening. <laughs> yeah, I'm All right, here Gronk we go. In my, in my flex for sure in my other league. I, I did the same thing. I had Gronk on my bench because mm. I got I got Andrews too. So mm. now I'm gonna have to run the, the power tight end formation every year and just hope for the best. Facts, facts. Quick hitters time, man. Quick hitters, man. Former heavyweight champion Evander Holyfield was knocked Ooh. the bleep out. The first round on Saturday night. Did y'all watch this? No. I did not. I, I did seen not the highlights, either, but I caught the highlights. Shout out to Instagram. I haven't seen the highlights yet. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. It's sad, bro. It's sad, it's man. Sad. You know, it, this shit really happens to boxers. Boxers really think, like, man, you know, I'm in the best shape of my life. Yeah, you look in shape, but... If a dude is like 10, 15 years younger than you and you 60 years old, what you think going to happen when he punch you in the face? Yeah, everything's yeah. going to collapse. <laughs> he got knocked down. They had to call it. Wasn't it? it was a TKO because he got knocked down, got back up, looking a little distorted. Nigga got kept getting rocked. Referee just had to step in the middle. This shit, was, this shit looked bad for it to be the first round. First round, yeah. bro. You got to think about this, man. Like, Holyfield, like, turned professional boxer. Like in like '87, man. Yeah, he was like, he was like 20, 20 years old in '87. <laughs> Depending <laughs> on what that check looking like, hey, he got a shit ton of kids, man. He might need the money. Uh, right, that's all I say. Depending on what that them boxing checks, I don't know how they looking nowadays with uh, Jake Paul up in the ante, man. He, I think Jake Paul, I ain't gonna say he got. Well, yeah, I can say that. He got the casuals, the non-boxing fans watching. Right. He, he got these, like, I ain't going to call it Van Holyfield a celebrity match, 
but how often do you get these old old folk matches? Is this regular? Like it used to happen like it? back in the day, man. Like like super way, 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 way back in the day. Like, you know, uh professional fighters and like track athletes like used to like like um race animals uh jesse owens the uh olympic champion jesse owens ohio state buckeye like once his track career is over you know what i'm saying like it's not how it is today where you can get tons of endorsements and everything like that like he would literally race horses to make money and things like that so like it's been around in in all sports but not all sports yeah like and like this uh like jack johnson a former boxer way back in the day like box the fucking kangaroo like, like that's what like when the that ain't against the law, man. Like not in back in the thirties. Like, <laughs> that shit was probably hilarious. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. Motherfuckers can find anything on YouTube. Uh, the Federal Trade Commission is looking into McDonald's McFlurry machines always being broken. Thoughts? When we start protesting, sign me up. <laughs> I love a good McFlurry at about eight o'clock once a month. Me and the wife will stop some at some for some reason, but half the time you get your heart broken and you you end up at UDF because <laughs> McDonald's because McDonald's uh, was close to the crib and it's broke. So I think it's hilarious though. Uh, I don't understand how I got that deep, but hey, fuck it. Let's figure it out. <laughs> After Let's working in the fast food industry for years, my thought is that don't nobody want to clean it. So rather than cleaning it, they just say it's not working. Because mm. them type of shits, you got to take apart to really get in there. And I've worked at some hood restaurants. I've worked at some, quote unquote, better establishments in the suburbs. And the same thing. Don't nobody want to clean them types of shits, bro. Nobody <laughs> do. <laughs> Shit, I'm with them because like uh, we got one of them neutral neutral blender things. It's a bitch to wash, man. Yeah, like, you and you literally got to wash it every single day because all right, you made your smoothie today. You drunk your smoothie. You want one tomorrow. You got to wash it. Like damn, nigga, I can't put yeah. this shit in the fucking washing machine. Like I uh, found a trick for you on that. When up? I did inter- when I did intermittent fasting, I used to put a little plastic bag in the little grinder that would catch all the little scraps. Okay. So be mostly in a plastic bag instead of being where you got to get all that shit out every single week. Ah. So it'll, it'll all just go in that little plastic bag. Bloop, bloop, trash, do a little rinse out. Ready. Yeah, because them bitches, you damn near got to soak as soon as you done with it or it's going to be crusty in the mug. Exactly. Put some yeah. elbow grease into it. Like, too much effort. And then if you wash it too much too soon, that shit start to rust. Now you got to get replace the blades. It's a whole fucking hassle, man. Whole hassle. Uh, Rick Ross finally gets his driver's license at the young age of 45 years old. Thoughts? I, I did not know he didn't have it. And that's crazy that he didn't need it. <laughs> <laughs> with, with all the traveling and all the moving around. I mean, I, I opened up for Rick Ross and Sam Sneak at Club Cream in 2007 or 8. You know, and all the moving around he was doing then, like, he ain't had no license. Like, really? <laughs> That's oh, the biggest boss. Yeah. Huh. He, got got a lyric. he got a lyric. He said, I got 45 cars and no L's. <laughs> he probably ain't never be driving. I don't trust that nigga behind the wheel. Hell yeah, he a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he the one that get on the highway slow. 
<laughs> nah, man. Definitely. Man, last one, last one. Uh, Jeezy was in the city at iBodies on Friday night. Did y'all hear any buzz about Jeezy being in the city? I definitely caught the pre-buzz on Hot 102. Y'all were promoing, and uh, we were actually uh, was going to open that show uh, back in the pre-planning of this tour, but once these tour dates expanded, we took that off. But we were going to do that show. Kind of wish we would have. It looked kind of turned. Um, Jeezy... Uh, one of my favorite artists of all time, just me personally. So I would have loved to. I, I've never been to Eyebodies, but I would have considered that shit if I was able. I, I would have considered going to CPGs. Oh, uh, shit. Nah, I actually didn't know until I saw a couple people was there and posted it on Facebook. But I'd be feeling like, what what, what are those dating shows be looking like? Because I've seen a couple, and they be looking like they don't be rocking. Like Everybody just there, they got their cameras up. They got they, you know, recording yeah. on their cell phone, but they not really vibing to the music. It's not lit or j- jumping like the festivals be looking. Right. What's the vibes like at these? Man, uh, uh, so money back yo was just here and this right. shit. Like they was just there for the photos. Yeah, that shit's lame to me, man. If you going to a show, man, enjoy the show. Like, yeah, get your get your photo op for show. You know, do what you got to do. Let everybody in the world know that you ain't at home and you at the concert and everything like that. You you big time in the front row. Yeah, that's cool. But enjoy the show, man. Part of going to a concert is, like you said, rocking out with the music. You pay however much money they was charging for tickets at the door to stand there with your cell phone, staring at the stage, like. You're yeah. gonna del- you're gonna delete that off your phone, aren't you? No, keep- <laughs> like the audio's not clear. Like it's off not the cell phone. Like so, what's the point? So, right. uh, I mean, I saw some of the photos. I uh, I was DJing. I saw some of his pictures and everything like that. It looked like it was packed to the wall. Um, I wouldn't have went. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I fucks with Jeezy and everything like that, but I wouldn't have went. You know, shouts out to the <laughs> Rona. But, uh, you know, Jeezy don't fuck around, man. Like, he was, uh, him and uh, Jeezy Mob, they was up in NY for Fashion Week. Then he went and did an opening for the Atlanta Falcons and then flew from Atlanta to Dayton and rocked out and then flew back down to Atlanta. The same, like, the same shit. Like, you know it's the same shit because of the, how his timeline is posted. Literally has on the same shit. So, shouts out to Jeezy for getting that check. Yeah, that's a... Uh, you was talking about that fan shit. It's so nice to be on this tour where you walk in there and I can say X City, wherever we at, what the fuck is up? And they scream at you. They yeah. move to the music. They they giving us the energy. Like, we're doing 15 minute sets and I'm leaving like, like I just hooped for an hour and a half, like so <laughs> sweated out. So it's just been like the energy that I've starved for in this DJ world. Like I've wanted to be in this space for so long and it's dope to be in the atmosphere where they really they came to have a good time. And if you tell them to pull the phones out, they will. But they're ready to, to mosh pit. They're ready to turn up. Some girl had her titties out just like for the whole show, just showing us the whole 15 minutes. Like the shit was just turn <laughs> oh shoot now this is super the last one uh i will be remiss if we didn't pay homage to tupac shakur two, 25 years ago today you know he passed away in a hospital in las vegas obviously he got shot like four days before ultimately end up dying on september 13th uh 1996 it's hard to think about but dizzle you was only what three years old uh yep three 
Three about to be four. Damn. And 96. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That put Damn, numbers was, on it. Because, go ahead, killer. I was, about, I was about to say, I was contemplating who was I going to use the condom on first in 96. <laughs> it I didn't was, happen uh, to 97, but I was plotting. <laughs> <laughs> Check this out, though. I was, uh, that was my senior year of high school. Like, that's the fall of my senior year of high school. Yeah. yeah, I was uh, <laughs> learning how, learn how to use a potty. <laughs> my freshman year of high school. Man, oh man. Time truly does fly, man. Well, there it is. Another episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. About to go kill that oh, shit. I, I forgot. I got a basketball game here in an hour. So we're going to see what... Uh, Basketball Dizzle got left in the tank. <laughs> oh, you coming off that injury too, right? What injury? Did you say you uh, injured yourself? Uh, I hurt my foot, but I don't know. My wife had this other cream, and I put it on my foot, and that shit wasn't mad. Like I don't, I couldn't feel it. I'm about to put something on there right now, actually, before the game. Not like that beard oil, right? Not like the beard oil. It was some <laughs> other shit that it, this worked. Oh shit. Well, there it is, fellas. Till next week, I will holla. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Peace out.